Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Welcome back to Bretton Cliff's Flea Circus. My name is Cliff, and I'm coming at you like a gamer with a headset and a mic, yeah. like a cross between Britney Spears and a Fortnite player, I think. Yes. Uh-huh. <laughs> so like Britney sound- Spears? I, I, well, I have put the dress on um, and shaved my yeah. head, so there's that. Um, <laughs> so I might sound a little bit different, but I'm still good old Cliff. Still the same person, aren't you? At heart. <laughs> on, on the inside, I'm the on same. On the inside, you are. Uh-huh. <laughs> you might sound like, like a robot, but it's you. Well, it is me, so I apologise for any problems. It seems like I dropped my microphone at the end of the last episode and it has not recovered. I thought after a week of convalescing, it might return uh-huh. to its former glory, but I think I fucked it. Uh, so, <laughs> sorry. But hello, yeah. that's still me. Yeah. You are. You hurled it at the wall in disgust, didn't you? After did, the last yeah. episode, Apaches. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm Brett. I'm just myself this week, uh-huh. as ever. As our, or, uh, my uh, equipment's working in pristine order. Oh, uh, always a fucking show off, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> Everything here is tip top. Good. Well, it's good to hear that. There's also some fireworks going off here, and it's that classic January 12th fireworks display. <laughs> I don't know what it is, <laughs> but that it's again, been going eh? on. It's, I don't know what's happening. I can't see any, so I'm not I sure. Can't what's hear any, mate. Oh well, that's good. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm sorry for raising the alarm um, without <laughs> due forthwart. Um, <laughs> I'm also not very well, so I think oh, my voice is no. a bit knacked. And I might cough, uh, but I've got, I think what I've got is called hot whiskey. Is it hot? Or is it just because of where you live? That's, that's hot. Left it outside. <laughs> well, that would be where it is then. Seven degrees yesterday. Seven degrees? Jeez. Uh-huh. I know. It's terrible that, isn't it? They've done something with the clouds in the sky. They've gone and it's freezing. <laughs> it's two. It's two degrees here, so no, it's, it's worse here. We'll still beat you if It'll that's some kind of record that we need to win. Well, I, I mean, not much has happened is. in the world since we last spoke, has it? <laughs> no, 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 nothing at all. I Just think... elks breaking into Congress. Yeah, that, and I think the main thing is that Sunderland have signed a man called Carl Winchester from Forest Green Rovers, which is, yeah. is all he's, he's he might the be a good player. Gun. He might be a good player, but that is all you need to know about Sunderland AFC at the moment, I think. <laughs> he's not going to be good, is he? He's going to be absolutely terrible, isn't he? He's going to be shite. So there I mean, you go. He's not going to fire what us else? back into the Premier League, I think. Uh, but anyway, that's the main <laughs> well, bit of news. He might with his gun. might with his gun, you never know. But he's Winchester. Mr Winchester. <laughs> Could do that. Maybe, maybe. Mm-hmm. What else has happened? Oh, I sent you the thing about that uh, that television program in in Denmark or the kids program about a man with a giant penis. Yeah, I very much enjoyed the uh, visuals of that. Um, yeah, I didn't. I saw there was arguments on both sides, for and against <laughs> that. Who are the the people in like, uh, for it though? I mean, what's all that about? I don't know. I mean, I didn't really look into what the point of it was, but I don't. I don't think I it's don't justified. It's not necessary, it is. is it? It's not necessary at Would all. Would they make a kid um, show with a woman with massive tits? 
No, but I was I was reading a little bit of it, and they said, "Well, we could have uh, we could have made one where a, a lady's vagina was out of control. Would have been the same thing. I don't think so, but there you go. <laughs> uh, so that yeah, this is an odd program in in Denmark, and uh, this is the description. John Dillamond has an extraordinary penis, so extraordinary in fact that it can perform rescue operations, etch murals." Hoist a flag and even steal ice cream from children. <laughs> shouldn't be going anywhere near the children, should he? With these extraordinary <laughs> really, penis, <laughs> really shouldn't. Really shouldn't. I mean, that's just mental. That we'll have to dish it out and see if we can we can watch it. Though sounds intriguing. I mean, it sounds like your kind of thing. <laughs> well, what do you mean by that? Right up your street. <laughs> what do you mean by that? Like, <laughs> I don't look at knobs all day. Just extraordinary ones. I've seen yeah. I've seen you searching for them. I've been to Tenerife. I've been to Benidorm and saw the acts. <laughs> <laughs> seen all that, man. What else has happened? So England or the UK uh-huh. and America are mm-hmm. even more uh, fucked than they were this time last week, <laughs> which mm-hmm. you, it's hard to... Think about it, isn't it, that every week it gets worse and to a, to new lows every single week. <laughs> it does. It's insane. And haven't, haven't we banned you from coming over or something? I can't come back. Right. I mean, so I, there, were, there was a list that meant if you come back to England from Dubai, then you didn't have to isolate. Um, mm-hmm. And now you do what for you 10 days. But is everybody right. not in lockdown anyway? Like, it's, it wouldn't make much difference, would it? Well, that's it. I mean, everybody's You're in not allowed to now, go so... out anyway. I know. Don't see what difference it makes. I just but did think it was mix. funny last week. Saw on the news Britain discussing whether to uh, enforce tests for people coming mm-hmm. into the country. Although it's a year too late for that. I don't understand why they're just they're still discussing it now. <laughs> I know. Well, not, they weren't even testing people at airports and stuff. That's like what that, I mean. So. They're just discussing whether they yeah. should make it mandatory. Last last Thursday. It's just, why? It's just insane. Yeah. Yes, you should. I'll answer it for you now. Yes, you should. <laughs> and you should have been doing it for around a year. That's what should have been happening. <laughs> yes, you should. Cliff, have you ever heard of a person called a uh, Bobby Wine? Bobby Wine. Bobby Wine. It's a good name, isn't it? It's a fucking great name, but no, I don't right. think so. He's, he's hoping to uh, become president in Uganda as Bobby Wine. Oh, he's a, I've read he's a, a little bit about him today, yeah, but I didn't know the name. Aye, uh, it sounds good. He's a singer and he uh, he was uh, arrested for annoying the current president. <laughs> 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 that was the charge. <laughs> well, you've annoyed us now. <laughs> Well, Bobby White. You just keep tapping him on the shoulder going, Pre- President. <laughs> I, think President. Did, I think he did something very similar to that, actually. <laughs> I think he, he, he dissed him or he wouldn't talk to him or something. And that annoyed the the current president. Um, so Bobby Wine was arrested. And now he's running for president. <laughs> yeah. I'll, show, I'll annoy you even more now. <laughs> Number one, I will not arrest anyone for annoying me. <laughs> I pledge my, my first judgment. <laughs> well, he pardoned himself if he gets it. <laughs> Second, wine shall be three throughout the land. <laughs> my own brand wine. <laughs> Bobby's Bobby wine. wine. Bobby's wine. Uh. <laughs> Dispensed right, so from my Bobby penis. Wine. Um, <laughs> my extraordinary penis <laughs> so there's that um, uh-huh. yeah I mean America fucking hell well, it's, that's totally totally insane mental, what's happened there aren't, aren't Limp Bizkit fans really angry <laughs> Look, it looks like it <laughs> <laughs> we come out of that woodwork yeah. found a calling uh-huh. after all this time well, you know it's just insane I, it was the day after I spoke to you last week I think and we, yeah I think Jane uh, Jane said before, you know the. I think it's the Elk Man. Um, Uh Well, I mean, even that, I don't really understand what the outfit's about. It looked like a wrestler. No, I don't. Um, (laughs) 
But Jane said before that his mum's been on <laughs> on the news saying he's well he hasn't had anything to eat for three days because they won't serve him organic food in the prison. <laughs> <laughs> what he's a got, dick! He's got a fucking animal on his head. <laughs> <laughs> what a complete dickhead! Oh my god, that's just ridiculous! That, isn't it? Absolutely ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, there's not even it's that much like... we can say about that situation, is it's... it? It's it's yeah. totally insane. Like it's the. It's like the, it, it's like an eighties film that you watch and you go, "Ah, oh, this will never happen." Yeah, you know, this is. She's watching it on the telly. <laughs> They're all insane. It's just a man with a plinth and you know people sitting in chairs. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? I mean, what a bunch of dickheads! And but then I think uh, in England, the, the main thing I think is the. Well, the main thing that's pissed me off this week or the last couple of days is this meal voucher scam that the government have managed to sort yeah, out saw, for themselves in their mates now. It's yeah, absolutely saw... outrageous. What's it called? Cartwell, a chart chartwell, this company that they've uh, somehow magically given this contract to to supply the thirty yeah. pounds of uh, meals for kids that Marcus mm-hmm. Rashford, I think, is generated I, um, he tweeted the day picture that was it's just a disgrace isn't it it's, it's like half terrible. of thing like a half a pepper and mm-hmm. a tin of tuna a bit of a tin of tuna in a plastic bag like it's like you, you can imagine them just thinking right let's let's get this right i mean there's going to be a lot of uh, that we're going to be under the microscope here we need to make sure that we'll get this right you and really you, think that there's ever said let's get this right let's <laughs> no, definitely not. who should we give to do this oh well, my mate uh can get yeah. his hands on he's got some knives and that and some scales so yeah. we'll, give him, we'll give him 30 million quid or whatever and it's let him absolutely do it. outrageous i mean it, it's yet another this There's should scandal. be this is a scandal that it's just been constant scandals for about a year at least but this one just shouldn't be allowed to to rest. Really, it's a disgrace. Uh-huh. And the thing that gets yeah, me right. is all the time when you've got kids and and parents and working class people or non-working class people or people without jobs saying we can't afford to live on a five a week or whatever uh-huh. or ten a week and all that kind of stuff. You've always got these right-wing commentators in the Daily Mail and the Telegraph and all of that shit going, well, it's easy to live on five quid a week. You just need a bag of porridge, blah, 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 blah. Uh-huh. These these guys who are their mates have managed to spend 30 quid and not get enough for one fucking meal. Like, it's uh-huh. just... Uh-huh. Those people won't now be saying, well, you can get a lot more food than that than for 30 quid, can't you? Because it would just massive double standards. It, I, it, it fucking stinks. It all stinks. <laughs> it's never been... Why has this company got that contract to do it? Like, And why are they being now allowed to do what they're doing? It's cronyism. Well, it happens all the time. I know. It happens all the time with the concert. They're constantly at it. They're constantly doing it. It's they're, ridiculous. They should be fucking put in front of the Hague or something like that. They should be, should like, be? The, the, the gross negligence. Well, they're doing their jobs. That's what it is. And You're right. It's gross negligence. Negligence. You're thinking negligence again, aren't you? <laughs> I was thinking of negligence. <laughs> it's gross them as well. I mean, I've never seen gross negligence, but, you Don't know, exist. This is it. <laughs> no, you're right. It is. It's disgusting. I saw the the picture that the Marcus Rashford tweeted, and it's just an absolute disgrace. Let them eat it. Let them bastards Let eat them it. Eat live on that. Let them eat cake. Exactly. Um, Swines. So to cheer ourselves up from all the the hell that's going on in the world, uh-huh. we decided to revisit the greatest time of our lives, and probably <laughs> in the world ever. The mid nineteen nineties. Uh-huh. <laughs> yes, which is the greatest time for everything, including football. Yes, which is what we're going to talk about, really, isn't it? We're going to talk about uh, fantasy football league. Yeah, which was wonderful. I loved it. I used to tape it off the telly and watch it again. Stuff like that. It was it was just unbelievable. Yeah, nineteen ninety four. Probably still the best. It's probably the best football program ever. Isn't it? What you about know? that one? There'll I mean, be there some like people going copycats. What about uh, 
was it called Under the Moon with Danny Kelly and uh, what's his name? Under the Moon. Own Ghouls and Gaffs guy. What's he called again? <laughs> you know what I mean? I, I hate him. Oh, the Millwall fan. Baker, yeah. Yeah, Baker. Uh-huh. Him and uh, no, former enemy journalist Danny Kelly. Uh, I used to have a Channel 5 late night kind of football phone in. Right. There'll be some well, hipsters, old hipsters it's, it's saying that, that was there. It's that memorable that I, I don't even know what it is. <laughs> so yeah. there you go. I think it was for no. people older than us. Uh, it yeah. wasn't uh, the fun, anarchic, off-the-wall, mm-hmm. irreverent uh, fantasy football league on BBC Two between 1994 no. and 1996, presented by no. comedians Frank Skinner and David Baddiel. Yes. What a it, show. It wasn't that. It was it, it was brilliant. Now, it, it, I mean, it, it's a simple idea on the face of it. The only thing that isn't sort of simple is the actual fantasy football, which is as confusing as out, isn't it? The points, yeah, and but stuff they, like they that. kind of didn't really do that for very much, did they? Like, <laughs> I think, yeah, they, they sort of phased it out, didn't they? they Realised that it was a little bit confusing and things. But I always used to like uh, checking out, you know, who Bob Mortimer had picked. Yeah, you know, and his team. Yeah, and, and yeah, it was like good that. when they did do it. Um, mm-hmm. So essentially, the show is presented by those two guys who weren't massive stars at the time. Frank Skinner was uh, like a, a respected stand-up and obviously big football yeah. fan. Um, I think Badil was more famous. Wasn't yeah, Badil was the more Newman famous and, of the two Badil out of uh, Newman and Badil and the Mary Whitehouse experience before that. Um, uh-huh. Mary Whitehouse experience a little bit. We were probably a little bit too young for a new one in Badil. To be honest, I didn't really watch. Um, uh-huh. I was watching Vic and Bob, but I didn't really, this always seemed a little yeah. bit too, like, too clever for for me. Uh-huh. Like, I didn't really get it. Um, I remember right. some of the lines and some of the sketches and stuff off it, but um, yeah. I think... That's you, that is. Yeah, that's the main one, isn't it? Um, yeah. That's what I remember most out of, out of all of that. Um, but yeah, I think David Baddiel was kind of like the more famous of the two, but also certainly where we're from. I think he was the one that everybody was a bit like, yeah, he's all right, he? but Frank Skinner's the best one. <laughs> yeah, probably. But I, th- I, th- I think they were obviously, you know, brilliant together and stuff. That's what I think. It wouldn't work without both of them because it's no, two, no. two mates, like, you know, fundamentally just sitting in the flat like like the, the would have done because they're, that won the flat together and stuff like that. Yeah. And, and just talking about football. That, and they didn't really hold back on stuff either, did they? No, no, that I was think the that's the appeal of it. Yeah, that was good. I think that's uh, we've said before, like it's a bit like podcasts now, isn't it? You've got people just chatting to each other and and it's quite yeah. casual. You can get away with stuff and it's not really regulated that much or well at all. Yeah. And you can just kind of say, and if people want to tune into it and listen to it, then then great. Um, there's something mm-hmm. for everyone and I think you don't really get television like that but this show really is that it's two mates yeah. who've been given a platform to talk about what they want to talk about and then take it in kind of any direction that they wanted it to go in um, yeah. which is great um, it is I mean, it was such a big hit with us and when we were this age and I mean we were 13 but you can also mm-hmm. imagine being 18, 20 coming in from the pub yeah. on a Friday night and absolutely loving it. So it probably well, had that quite a broad appeal for certainly young men at that age, mm-hmm. but maybe lasses as well. Um, I, I just remember absolutely loving it and our, certain bits of it stick out. I remember it came back for tournaments later on ITV and it wasn't as good, uh, yeah. I don't think. Didn't have the same. No, I don't think it, it didn't have the same. I mean... Obviously, there was stuff like Bridget Nielsen and things like that with that, wasn't there? Where she came home, she was mortal getting her, her memories out. Yeah. <laughs> so I, there was things like that I remember. But most of the stuff that I remember is from the earlier series that was on, on BBC Two. I mean, one that sticks out for me. I mean, it was like the birth of the Premier League at this this time yeah. as well, wasn't it? I yeah, mean, yeah. everybody was mad for football, men and women as well. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, and just amazing things would happen. Do you know what I mean? They would talk about those things. For example, the best one was obviously the Cantona thing where he kicked the fan. Yeah. 
And I remember one episode where there was a someone in in the audience shouting at Stato. Yeah. Stato jumped up and <laughs> kung fu kicked him. Yeah, this <laughs> was class. So it was, it was like you know it's the, the football would go on like through the week and then we talk about it on the Friday. So it was yeah. it was always up to date. It was always relevant. And then you can look at um, uh, Soccer AM that came after this. Yeah, and was very. I mean, it's like that. Yeah, I like the. But, but it's not as good as this. It, no, I mean, this not. is a template, isn't it, for the most type yeah, of thing. I things. mean, that I don't think that show really would have existed without this one. No. Um, in my opinion, very similar setup. Mm-hmm. Couple of sofas, people joking, poking fun at football, showing clips of funny things over and over, getting bands yeah. on, and other people on that aren't necessarily footballers but fall into that sphere. Um, yeah, like I, it's kind of the same idea, really. Um, and they just took it to. It is, it is, but I don't think uh, Sutton um, ever uh, asked people to send pornographic pictures in of people who look slightly like footballers. Which <laughs> 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 is amazing, isn't it? <laughs> Absolutely fantastic. Well, I just, yeah, I think I just remember I think it was great, and it was one of those where you'd be talking about it at school on Monday when you got in, uh, yeah, and all of that kind of stuff. Because again, we're talking about a time when you didn't really have mobile phones or you didn't have mobile phones. You weren't texting each other. You weren't on the internet yeah. and all of this. And not everybody had yeah. skies. Well, I didn't have skies, so I didn't get to watch mm-hmm. the football, you know. Um, so this was really like one of the only chances of the match of the day. You got to see clips of little things that you might not you might not see. Uh, it yeah. wasn't like well, that where the... there's clips of, on Twitter over and over and over again of people uh-huh. doing daft things. That's the, that's the other thing. I mean, it, it also sort of showed you clips of things that you definitely hadn't seen before. I mean, one example that I can remember is the, the Zambian uh, free kick against uh, Brazil. It's the greatest moment of football of all time. <laughs> like, <laughs> but I've never, I'd never seen that before. I'm not going to like find that on Match of the Day or anything like that. I feel like I've so seen that, but I'm not sure how. I'm, I'm sure watching fantasy football would have been the first time that I'd seen it. Maybe, if anybody maybe it hasn't seen I, it. I feel like I'd seen it before. Yeah. But... No, I think, I think definitely for me, if anybody hasn't seen it, it was it, what happened was Brazil have got a free kick and the Zambians are sort of, you know, lined up the wall, and the referee blows the whistle for Brazil to take the free kick, and this lad just darts out the wall and kicks the ball away, doesn't he? And then he goes like, what? Doesn't understand what? the rules? Doesn't, doesn't understand the, the rules? simple rules of a free kick? <laughs> I mean, the imagine in the 70s and stuff, though, watching World Cups, and that's what my dad would always say to us. Something would always happen. Something crazy would always happen. You know what I mean? Yeah. Nowadays, everybody knows the rules. It's not as good. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's one of the, the great things. Like, and what we actually watched to talk about this was um, they had a video out, Fantasy Football League, the video. Um, yeah. Which I have to say, I don't think is that good, other than yeah. it shows you all all of the Phoenix of the Flames pretty much. It shows you like yeah. 13 Phoenix of the Flames, which is what um, mm-hmm. they basically recreated these funny moments in football, like that Zambia free kick with yeah. one of the original like offenders in it. So they got, <laughs> I don't know, like Gordon Banks or... Uh, George Best, yeah. one of the ones George that we watched Best. today. Um, yeah. And like a famous moment from their past and recreated it in a in a park with jumpers for goalposts and all of that. And it's just, yeah. it, it was so funny because one, you didn't really get to see these old footballers and them taking part in this really stupid, childish recreation of their goals where yeah. a lot of it was a total piss take, not of the people, mm-hmm. but just of the, like, not of the people who were there necessarily, but of, like, all the stuff that used to go on in the background of football, like, when you yeah. watch it on the TV and stuff like that. Um, mm-hmm. And you got to see that, and, and that in itself meant you, because you do that in the school, right? You go, oh, I'm going to yeah. be George Best today, or I'm going to be Alan Shearer for some of our mates, and I always used to want to be Bobby Fowler and all of that kind of stuff. Like, yeah. you used to do that, and these guys are doing it with, like, their heroes and, and uh-huh. this famous I mean, stuff. It's, it's the best job ever, isn't it? And also, to make it funny like they do, is, I think it's very, very clever. Yeah. I mean, it, it, 
again, it's like a simple sort of idea. Oh, let's just re recreate moments that we remember or we loved or what have you. But then the, the interjection of the comedy and stuff like that, yeah. I just think super clever and not easy to do either, I don't think. But no, I no, I don't I think so. It. Especially because the guys are typically these guys aren't necessarily like that funny or it's going to be yeah. that interested in joining in with the joke and i think that <laughs> kind of adds to it sometimes it um, does it definitely does but i think that so the show is basically them sitting in a flat which is essentially a kind of recreation of a a, a lad's flat uh, they, yeah. uh, they did have a flat together apparently it's inspired by a bit of that but it's a bit mm -hmm. of a studenty front room um I was just saying to Jane, we were watching it. She was like, I used to watch this, but I, like Jane's got no interest in football. She was like, I used to watch this, yeah. but like I can't remember why, because I don't like football. And she was yeah. like, there was loads of this stuff where everything was based around like a sitting room, wasn't it? Men behaving badly. What was that one? Yeah. Uh with Samantha Janison. Um yeah, game on. Game, game on, on, yeah. There was a lot of yeah. these mid-90s shows where it was all centered around like lads in a living room living uh -huh. together. So it kind of mm -hmm. ties in with that. It's also, we've talked about it before, the fast show, jumpers for goalposts, isn't it? And all of that kind of stuff. This nostalgia yeah. for this old kind of football, but the fact that there was such interest in football and foreigners from outside the UK were playing in England like more readily and all of that. Like, there's yeah. loads of these shows and these, like, the musicians and all this stuff kind of just bled into each other. I think it was just great. It like, did. Everybody, it's like. It was, it was good. It was like lad culture and stuff as well at that time, wasn't it? It's just the start of all that kind of stuff. So it definitely sort of bled into that. And all the musicians and stuff like that of the time seemed to sort of really like football. Oasis yeah. and Blur and, you know, people like that. And obviously the Lightning Seeds, who they had the three-line song with and things. Talking so, about that, did you see... Uh... Mark Wright from The Only Way is Essex came on for Crawley the other day when they beat Leeds. I did, yes. <laughs> Just to rub it in. How funny is that? <laughs> it is mental, that, isn't it? I mean, I watched the game and, and Crawley deserved the win. I mean, oh, Absolutely, yeah. Proper old school team. They just had two strikers up front. One was really fast. And, uh, it was great. But yeah, then they brought him and his brother on, didn't they? Which was odd. So funny. Yeah, just, so, did it to take the piss. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. I know. Crazy man. I know. So, so yeah, um, so it used to be them two in the living room. At first, like we were saying, the notion of fantasy football was kind of just getting off the ground then with the birth of the Premier League. We all did it mm -hmm. in school. We used to do it outside of school. You'd be swapping players, adding the points up. We'd have, I used to run one. I'd have my own system and tot all the points up. Well, we do transfer. Now that you mentioned that, Mister Clifford, okay, I have my I have my book with us at the moment um, from when I did run a fantasy okay. league at school. I mean, I don't have any of that and, stuff uh, anymore, but I, I've kept this. I've kept this for an awful long time. So I'm going to ask you. Uh, a couple of questions okay, about go the on, team. Go on. But first of all, it's embroidered with quite a few stickers. Um, and one of the stickers, I don't know if you can see. Can you see that one? Who's that? I mean, it looks like it's not. This Ricky Otto. Here. It's Ricky Otto. It's Ricky Otto. Because <laughs> 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 at the time, there was, uh, there was the Premier League sticker book, which everybody had. Well, obviously, me being a Sunderland supporter, I had to buy the Ensley League. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Ricky Otto so, played for Southend. Southend United, yes. What a player Ricky Otto was. And I think he was he was mentioned quite a lot in fantasy football yeah, as he well, was, yeah. wasn't he? <laughs> Satan Gravesy bit where they yeah. were talking about the Ensley League. And they would always cry that they it didn't is have important. the Premier League and stuff. <laughs> it is important. Right. In goal, I had David Seaman. Okay, yeah, so that's all right, isn't it? Um, I don't really have any comedy defenders apart from uh Jones, who was that Liverpool right back, Rob Jones, and he's Neil right. Ruddock. Neil Ruddock's in there as well. Uh, I have Stuart Ripley in midfield, okay, uh, Premier League Flickcroft. winning, yeah, Flickcroft from Manchester City up front. What do you think about this front three? Fowler, Letitia, and Niall Quinn. It's not bad, that is it. It's not, but Niall Quinn wasn't that good at the time, was he? So, well, he was playing for Man City, wasn't he? Yeah, I know, but they were it, crap. Yeah, Quinn was their best player, man. 
But on the bench, I've got Philemon Missinger. Yes, Phil Missinger. <laughs> what a player Phil Missinger was, eh? Is he dead? Oh, it's, I hope not. I certainly hope not. On on the back here, I've got the actual thing out of the Sun newspaper where I got all the, uh, the, the players and stuff like that and how much they cost. Would you like to pick a, a goalkeeper, a defender, a midfielder or a striker? Um, He is dead. Oh, that's unfortunate. It is, isn't it? Sorry. What, what would I like to do? Singer. Would you like to pick a goalkeeper, a defender, a, a midfielder or a striker? I'll pick a defender, please. Right. And which team would you like to pick from? Coventry City. From Coventry City. Right. Let's see. Right. How much do you think David Boost was I was hoping it would be fantasy? him. It's David Boost, of course. Can I just... Ask, is his leg straight? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think obviously this was before <laughs> his career ending injury, wasn't it? <laughs> I don't know if include him in this fantasy. Don't mean to career ending injury. Um, no, I think, okay, so what we're talking, this is what, 1994? 1994, 1995 season, I think. Okay, yeah. so Roy Keane would have been the British record at the time, 4.5 million, does it? This is this is this is in the uh, you know the fantasy. I'll give you an example. And I'm just trying to think uh, of how much money people will be worth. I yeah. think David Boost is eight hundred thousand pounds. Oh, you're very close. He's six hundred thousand pounds. Is he six hundred? A snip at uh, six hundred thousand pounds. Brian Burrows is also six hundred thousand pounds as well. We play for Coventry. So there you go. Interchangeable. Some fantastic old players. There's Mark Wright there for Coventry. The other Mark Wright. Mark Wright. He played not, for not the one the from his career, didn't he? Not during this one. You could have had okay. Phil Barb, but Phil Barb cost a whopping £2 million. Well, Phil Barb, as we all know, went on to win the best Irish centre-half in the Portuguese league <laughs> um, before <laughs> Sunderland signed him, which I think he presented himself. <laughs> How much do you think Jimmy Glass... Is worth the Palace goalkeeper who famously scored that goal for Carlisle and kept, kept them, them in the league. Aye, Jimmy Glass. So he's never he's Jimmy never Glass. played a single game in the Premier League. So I would say <laughs> he's worth one hundred and twenty thousand pounds. Three hundred, three hundred grand for Jimmy Glass. So. Okay. Aye. Worth I mean, more than that, the Carlisle the... fans. He certainly is. He certainly is, isn't he? I mean, I think the highest, the highest uh, player that you could buy is, was probably four million. I mean, Teddy Sheringham, he has four million, so and Jurgen Klinsmann's three, so snips. But yeah, it was it was good thinking back there. You know, when I used to do stuff like that, the the fantasy football at school and things well, it's like mad. that. Like we I... were we were in different schools and we didn't we met each other around this time. But yeah. I was doing the exact same thing in our school with like Barker and uh-huh. uh, and the lads there, like in Wardy and stuff. Like I ran the one there. Um, yeah. I also I did one. I also ran one. There was a computer game on the Amiga where I ra- I actually played the league. So we had like a draft kind of thing where everybody signed players. And then mm-hmm. I just ran the league out in real time and played the games, but with like nobody playing it, like let the computer play the computer with the teams yeah. that people had bought. Mm-hmm. Um, that was probably far too much work. To do. I don't know why I did <laughs> there's that. A, there's, a, there's a certain amount of trust that, that needed to be uh, placed there was, in you there. And also, I don't, <laughs> think, I don't think people did trust us with it. <laughs> No, I mean on my one, I charged a, a pound entry fee. I mean, this it never got finished. I think oh, we, so we did about twelve pounds, weeks of it. Where did those pounds go? In my pocket, of I course. I think they went they to the officers' club. <laughs> <laughs> Don't think the officers' club were a thing then. It might have gone uh, to Geordie Jeans. Maybe nice Geordie Jeans. Yeah. Um, I remember one. Uh, I signed. Um, Duncan Ferguson when he had just signed for Everton and I was sure I'd got a coup by uh, signing him in the playground and I was correct because uh-huh. he was great. <laughs> he was great. Proper bat run around, wasn't he? Um, Didn't he go to prison in Scotland for elbowing someone on the pitch? Headbutted them, I think. Must've headbutted st- them. Must have stooped down. Um, <laughs> must have done. Um, so I think, uh, what else? Like, 
there's some other good bits. So basically, they sat on the sofa, they had guests on. At the beginning, they were asking them who they would have in their fantasy football team, uh, which was yeah. quite interesting. But they kind of ditched that as it went on and just focused on sketches like Phoenix from the Flames, like we said. They had the yeah. guy, Stato, who actually went on to be, he was like big, like Oddsman, wasn't commentator? he? Like, uh, and he Oddsman, ended up being a commentator. commentator. Yeah. Um, but he was like the butt of all the jokes. They just used to ask him random things. He would, he would know the stats. Um, yeah. There was a recurrent joke about pineapple head Jason Lee, which um, mm-hmm. probably went too far. And he says ruined his life. And I think yeah, actually probably. it was a bit racist. Um, I think you <laughs> yeah, can tell some of the was. things when you're watching it, it's definitely like different times because you All wouldn't right. be able to do or say a lot of the things that they, they say on it. But it was very much yeah. of its era. Um, uh-huh. And I'm sure both David Bedil and Frank Skinner, if they had that same platform now, probably wouldn't make some of the same jokes. No, I, I mean, they, def- they definitely wouldn't do it now, would they? That's it, for sure. I, I went to a Sunderland Notts Forest Reserve game and I'm mm-hmm. with the express intention of mocking Jason Lee. Uh, remember, and it must have been at Roker Park. I remember shouting like pineapple head at him because Neil Webb was playing in midfield for Forest. Reserve, yeah, and Jason uh-huh. Lee was up front. Uh, I'm, I'm sure I, I can't imagine it's the only reserve game I've ever been to for Sunderland. I can't imagine you, another reason that I would have been there other than <laughs> to shout pineapple head at Jason Lee. <laughs> that is terrible. What an admission! <laughs> terrible. Are you, so, are you saying that day, David Baddiel and Frank Skinner have inspired you to abuse? They must have done, no, because that's where it came from. <laughs> So do you think? Fault. Well, I'm not sure. Yeah, probably. It's got nothing to do with you, Cliff. That was their fault. There. And the other, ref- the well, other they took recurring... the piss out of everybody. Yeah, I know. Didn't I... they? That was the thing. Everybody was like, including themselves, they took the piss out of everybody, didn't they? But I think yeah. you, you're right. I think they definitely went a little bit too far with the Jason Lee stuff. Um, the other thing was. Uh... Frank Skinner managed to get his hero Jeff Astle on the uh, show That's every week, right, didn't yeah. he? Uh, who uh-huh. crooned the song at the end? It was really like funny. Like I think, I think Frank he Skinner did. said at some point he was worried. He thought he was taking the piss out of him a little bit, but he was just had him on yeah. genuine affection. Wanted him on the show because of that. Um, like he loved Is him he so hero, much, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah. I also hero? like yeah, really he's, for West Jeff Astle's. Um, sadly the pioneer in um, the research yeah. that hasn't gone far enough about dementia in, in footballers mm-hmm. which I know yeah. every season like people say it needs more work and all of that kind of stuff and Alan Shearer talks about it a lot I don't I heard Gareth Southgate that's why day, nobody listens because Alan Shearer's talking about it <laughs> I heard uh, the other day Gareth Southgate go like there's just like we just don't know about the correlation between it. Like, well, just, yeah, I don't I mean, know why you're saying you don't know. There is a correlation between it. People, loads of these guys who've headed the ball, loads have got dementia. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, yeah, that's a correlation. I mean, it, obviously, it, the balls were a lot different, you know, when Jeff Astle was playing and stuff like that. Yeah, and famous well, header a lot, of the ball. A lot heavier. Yeah, and I mean, there's that like famous picture of where he is header in the ball, and you can only see half the ball. Yeah, do you know? It, yeah. It's like he's headering the, it that sort of that hard. I mean, I'm, I work in schools, and when the kids aren't allowed to head of the ball in training and stuff like that now, so they have changed things like that. You know, they're allowed to do it in games, but they're not allowed to head okay. of, head of the ball in, in training. Well, headers are yeah. the worst anyway. I don't know why anybody want to do it. <laughs> well, I love I love headering the ball personally. Do you? I absolutely love it. Yeah, uh-huh. I really do. Um, the first goal I ever scored was a header, and it was a. a from a corner and it swung right in so I always like I mean it is a skill that you do need to learn if you want to be a footballer yeah. but obviously there's different ways you can do it with sponge balls and get your technique right yeah, yeah. stuff like that um, but yeah I mean it's a game at the end of the day isn't it nobody nobody wants to see people sort of suffer and later yeah later I just it. remember like I at the time as we know who Jeff Astle was until he was on this show and I think that's another mm-hmm. good thing about it you know we used to watch videos of um, you know old world cups and FA cups and all that kind of stuff but 
yeah. again, it's not really like now where you can kind of watch any of those clips whenever you want. Uh-huh. So a lot of the stuff that? that they showed it was like obviously these guys' heroes were people who played in the sixties and seventies, not like our heroes yeah. are the guys who were playing then when this was on. Uh-huh. I mean, the only thing that I, I would say is uh, car boot sales were a, a godsend for yeah, me. Absolutely, yeah, absolutely. Because you would pick up like you know football football videos and stuff like that. And I'll buy if, if there was a football video there, I would buy it. It wouldn't matter to me what it was as long as it wasn't Newcastle, obviously. I wouldn't have that, but you know, so I, I remember sitting down and watching sort of you know the Brazil 1970 sort of team and stuff like that on video and things. And and it was after this, I think, the own goals and gaff thing started, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Probably you know, from the, the success of like fantasy football, they've started all this this kind of thing off haven't they? yeah absolutely yeah. Uh, and I think you know we had a couple of mates like Dan Ward he used to have uh, mm-hmm. a lot of these and um, and his cousin now mate uh, old mate McCann uh, he he was the guy who had all of these football videos like literally yeah. all of them he had everyone so he'd mm-hmm. be able to watch any of these like compilation clips from him I remember we mm-hmm. went back to his place after being out one night and watched a video 501 German saves. <laughs> <laughs> that is a good video, isn't it? German saves. Not even great German saves, just German saves. <laughs> <laughs> was it? Was it just a, a, a shot of Oscar Schindler? <laughs> How many were on his list? That's twenty. <laughs> <laughs> David Badil would like that. That's a nice Jewish uh, joke, isn't it? Yeah. So- I think so. One. I hope he would approve. Um, but yeah, obviously McCann was a keeper, but I just remember thinking 500, you haven't seen one goal. I, mean, that, I know that's video. awful, that, isn't it? That is awful. I mean, I would definitely watch the ones that were like, you know, the, the 100 greatest goals ever scored. Yeah. And I would love the fact that a, a random Czechoslovakian player would pop up with a stonking overhead. Yeah, yeah. But no, I, I don't think I'd watch the saves one. <laughs> so yeah, I think this uh, one that we watched actually wasn't that good. It was just a vehicle for the Phoenix from the Flames, really, wasn't it? There was no yeah. like guests and no kind of audience because interaction and stuff, uh-huh. which they usually had. Um, yeah. So it all felt a bit flat, other than the clips, which were great. Um, but yeah, it was just uh, like watching it again. Uh, it was funny. It's nice like, to see yeah, George Best, though, wasn't it? Yeah, great. I mean, like what, uh, I couldn't believe it when he was on. That? couldn't believe it when he right. popped up to be honest I'd forgot that I hadn't forgotten the goal to one where he yeah. knocks the ball out of Gordon Banks's hand well just knock it out of his hands um, like nicks it it's off it's clever of though isn't it it's clever can you remember when Gary Crosby did that uh, I can't remember who the goal came oh, was it was it Andy Dibble yeah Might I think yeah Dibble? yeah yeah yeah. he had it in his hand and he headed the ball out of yeah. his hand he, he got disallowed for that, that didn't he that one that, uh, the George Best one got disallowed and yeah uh, the Gary Crosby one was allowed for some reason. It's worse. So the George Best one wasn't wasn't in his hands. <laughs> no, he threw it up, didn't he? And and just uh, sort of kicked it away. But that that just shows George Best how clever he was. Always sort of thinking when he's he's on the pitch. But uh, there was a good bit where David Bedil's talking, and uh, he says, "No, I, I don't turn up for training." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but. Uh, in the end, George Best knocks him out anyway, doesn't he? Yeah, I've got a quiz for you. A football 90s themed quiz. Oh, lovely. And I'm going to unbox it in front of you. Oh, it it's is, one of them unboxing things. Comes from the board game. Terry Venables invites you to be the manager. Can you take the pressure? <laughs> I, I, I can take it. Cliff, I can take it. Can you? That, where are you getting that from? I got it years ago off eBay. It's quite mm-hmm. expensive. It takes fucking a day to play. I haven't played it. I brought it here. I haven't played it all the time I've been here. Um, but uh-huh. part of it is like there's questions. Um, and I'm going to ask you some. Awesome. Uh, Excellent. I would remind you that this is Terry Venables. And it's from the 1990, mm-hmm. 1991 era. So a lot of the answers are Tottenham Hotspur. <laughs> Right, I'll keep that in mind then. Oh, Gary Lineker. <laughs> is, it, is it not about his, his ill-fated time as Barcelona manager? Or is he's, uh, 
his dodgy dealings whilst he was uh, England manager as well. There was always this thing. That's why he quit, wasn't Because he had there was dodgy dealings going on. He's always getting uh, called up to court and that, wasn't he, Venables? Yeah, he's a crook. <laughs> um, on, on these... Him and George Grimm. <laughs> on these cards, there's like three questions. One, uh, football. One, entertainment. And one, Ooh. books. But I don't know what the books is, just general knowledge. One, books. Um, well, give us give us a couple of football and, and then give us one entertainment. So the thing is, obviously, the questions are like of the time. So it's like, who does this guy play for? You've got to think back to mm-hmm. when this might have been. Um, right. right. Let's see what we've got. Who? Mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't know that I've got it. What have Pat Jennings and Mark Falco got in common? Do you know who Mark Falco is? He was a striker, Mark Falco, wasn't he? Yeah, well, so what's Mark he got Falco in common with Pat Jennings? Um, well, Pat Jennings played for Tottenham and uh, Ireland, didn't he? Northern Ireland? Mark You're almost Falco. there. You're almost there. You're on the right lines. I'm, all, I'm on the right lines, am I? Good uh, jeez. Um, are the Irish? No, no they both played English, for Spurs. It? And do you know who else Pat Jones played for? Liverpool. Watford and Spurs. Oh. Okay. Oh. Who captained West Ham twice to FA Cup victory? Mm-hmm. Brooklyn? No. Former manager. Brooklyn took over for West a bit. Uh, Redknapp. No, the one he ousted, the one he stabbed in the back. <laughs> Bonds. Billy Bonds, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fancy getting a West Day ham question. So he, I know. So here's, um, here's an entertainment one. What Ooh. was a big number for Paul Hardcastle? <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. 19. Is it? No, 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 no. 19. Yeah, what a way to phrase that question. <laughs> what a big number. <laughs> What was a big number? <laughs> There's a hint in the question. What was a big number in his life? Um, <laughs> okay, another entertainment one for you. Uh-huh. What colours were Paul McCartney and Stevie Wonder in 1982? <laughs> <laughs> what is this a racist question? Up to you. Depends what your answer is. <laughs> well, I'll I'll go for the safe ebony and ivory. Yeah, that's uh, the correct. That's. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what colours? <laughs> oh, what club did Terry Venables and George Graham both play for? Um, it's a tough one. That one I don't know it? this. I wouldn't have known it. It's got to be a lower league club when they either started or when they finished. Oh, Brighton, Chelsea, apparently. Didn't know Chelsea. that. No, oh, yes. I didn't know that. Yeah, I think. The okay, here we go. Put these bosoms in order. <laughs> bosoms. Yep. In order, I presume of size. <laughs> <laughs> this is you haven't wrote these questions, have you? No, it's there on the card. <laughs> right, your three ladies are right. Anne Margaret, Marilyn Monroe, and Jane Mansfield. Put well, them in order. Jane, I think Jane Mansfield is at the top of the list. What order are you going in? Best to worst? Biggest to well, smallest? Same thing. Who's Anne Margaret? <laughs> sorry, sorry. Who's Anne Margaret? Who's Anne Margaret? Uh, actress. Is she a handful? I don't know who Anne Margaret is. Barely. <laughs> Barely, right. I'll go Anne Margaret, Monroe, and Mansfield. That's the correct order. <laughs> Oh, what, yes. what a question. Why is that? This that Benables is a brilliant has, question. Benables has written that himself. <laughs> he, but he has, he's insisted upon that question. But you know, well, got, I'll, I'll, I'll do it as long as you put this question in. And Margaret <laughs> is uh, 36 and a half, Marilyn Monroe 37, and Jane Mansfield 39 and a half. Don't know what, but that's the numbers. <laughs> 37, what? That's, um, that's a fantastic question. I like that. 
best question ever on the podcast. <laughs> uh, right. In what 1971 film did Jane Fonda play a prostitute? Why would we doing any other quizzes other than this? <laughs> <laughs> I've got no idea about that. It's Clute. Clute. Yeah. You spelled that wrong. Okay, so here's a question for you. When did Chelsea win the FA Cup? <laughs> <laughs> in, the only, in the only history. They must have only won it once up until this point. <laughs> well, if I can go into the future, they beat Middlesbrough a million times <laughs> in the final, that, yeah. didn't they? <laughs> uh, didn't um, that season Middlesbrough get a two finals and also get relegated? I think I so, think yeah. Mental season, that, isn't it? Um, it would have been the 70s, wouldn't it? Because I think uh, Osgood and that would have been playing. So is it 1970? Yes! <laughs> 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 yeah, that's exactly what I was going to say. <laughs> 1970. I like that. What is the aim of this Venables game? Um, you've got to sign players, uh-huh. um, different values. You've got to build a team from goalkeeper to striker. And then mm-hmm. as that's going on, you play games where you've got to roll dice to win uh, like what the score is, basically. Yeah. So I would play Sounds you. Good. Whatever. Yeah, it's pretty good. Um, do you know who plays at Brisbane Road? Oh. No. Is it not at the Luton? No, oh, no. I was going to say Luton, but no. No, who plays at Brisbane Late Road? Leighton Orient. No. And you begin with an L. Come on, another two. Another two? Okay. Um, here we go. What's the connection between Terry Venables in his own game and Johan Cruyff? Well, the Barcelona connection, surely. That is correct. Yeah. Here we go. What? <laughs> what is Yeovil famous for? What are you doing? Rustling. I'm having a look. Yeah, I'm rustling. Did you hear the question while you are rustling? No, no, I didn't. <laughs> what is Yeovil famous for? <laughs> what is Yeovil famous for? This is the sport connect. This is a football question. This, <laughs> they're famous for having um, green and yellow shirts, I would say. Green and white, isn't it? Um, anyway, yeah. no, that's not right. The Green answer white, yeah. is it's famous slope. But I feel like you could say it's famous something. Anything to the answer. <laughs> What's it famous for? It's famous books. <laughs> like, <laughs> I presume the pitch must have a slope. Mm, it must. I've got a question for you being a good Catholic and stuff like that. Okay. Um, so it's a, a question from the Bible. Um, so... Um, the son of uh, N- Natham is the son of who? What? Sorry. I'll give you a different Also, one. I think this is religious bullying. No, it is not. Uh, <laughs> the, the son of Levi is also the son of who? This um, is from Luke 3. Okay. 176. Moses? No. Oh, that would be too uh, bad, wouldn't it? It's a uh, it's Malchi. This is a good one because this is this is a little bit about football. The son of Hezron is the son of who? Now I will give you a clue. He he was a footballer, a goalkeeper, and not a very good one, especially when we went to Wembley. <laughs> when we went to Wembley, yeah. Who was it then? Lionel. Yeah. <laughs> Perez. <laughs> Perez is the answer. Well done. Yeah, so you've you've got one religious question right now. Okay, there, thank you. I don't I don't like that segment, but okay. You don't like the religious segments? No. Why? Weird, why have you done it? it? <laughs> I just found the book. <laughs> the book. The Bible. The, yeah. Well, there's only one book, isn't there, Cliff? 
There's loads of books and within it, isn't it? That's how it's ordered. That's the Bible. This is the sacred book. And that's what I read from. Okay. Well, I like your quiz. So well done. Might get some more of them out next time. It's quite good. Or I maybe we could play the game live over the podcast for about nine hours. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We'll we'll, uh, we'll get people to pay for that, I guess, won't we? In some yeah. way. Yeah. Right, definitely. Well, lovely. Thanks for being some 90s nostalgia with us, doing yeah. it, being it, having it, mm-hmm. reminiscing it, living it. <laughs> um, thanks anyway. Um, thanks everyone for listening. Hope you've enjoyed it and that. Uh, I think we've got a guest on next time. Uh, yes. Yeah. Think we will we definitely have um we so definitely have <laughs> so we'll that's going to be a bit different we'll look forward to that one you can follow us on twitter no, at f circus pod facebook um it's just the name of the podcast on there but probably more importantly is if you would like to like and subscribe to the podcast on whatever you listen to us on give us a review on apple and all of that that would be much appreciated um to see us out today, Brett. I like this song. Mm-hmm. You want to tell everyone yeah, what it is? It? Yeah, we've got uh, music from uh, 20th Century Sun, and he's a, a singer-songwriter from Glasgow, um, and the song's called Shout It Out Loud, and it's from the uh, EP of the same name. Well, that is very nice. I very much enjoyed it. Got a lovely organ on it, hasn't it? Lovely organ. Who? Everyone loves an organ. You know how much I love an organ. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, yeah, you love an organ. You do. Enjoy this, everyone. You're an organ. And we will speak to you again next week. Uh, see you later. Bye bye. Bye. Summer's gone. You're keeping on, but the nights are cold and gray. will start to take their toll And if you let them they will come and try and take away your soul Just wait tomorrow brings you sunshine Just wait the feelings in your mind Just wait tomorrow brings you sunshine Feel it.
Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.